everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Diary Days podcast with Stu Campbell. This is your host, Stu Campbell, and it is great to be back. It's been a bit of a quiet week, but here we are. Um, made it for another Friday. I hope you guys have all had a great week, um, and I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you. This is a great way to start it. Um, so there's nothing really been in the news newsletter. It's been quite a boring week, to be honest. Um, I have an interview with, um, not me personally, but, um, there's an interview with Orlando Bloom's been going around that I thought I might read to you guys that is, um, I heard is quite pretty fucking hilarious. So I thought I'd start the episode off with that. Um, um, I'm quite, I mean, I know of Orlando Bloom, obviously from Pirates of the Caribbean and Lord of the Rings. I mean, that's it really. I don't know what else he was in, Orlando Bloom. But um, yeah, I thought I'd start the, the episode off by reading this interview. I heard it, it it's good. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing else that's really gone on this week, to be honest. Um, besides COVID and everything else is in disarray with... Um, I mean, politically and protests. So I'm going to keep it light this episode. I'm going to try to stay away from all of that stuff because I'm sure everyone else is, is a bit sick of that. But um, yeah, this episode, this uh, interview of Orlando Bloom, I can't remember. I think it's in Life magazine. But uh, yeah, it starts off. So he's just describing his life, basically. The guy is married to, to Katy Perry, for those of you who don't know. Um, you know, the famous singer. So you can just imagine the type of life these people have. They're both super famous. And I, th- I think they live in Los Angeles. Um, you know, and they just do what famous people do. It's an Australian dude living in, in LA doing movie stuff. So here we go. I wake up at around 6.30. I have a smart ring sleep track. And the first thing I do is I look at the app to see if I had a good sleep and check my my uh, and check my readiness for the day. Then I check on my daughter, usually up and cooing in a cot. My fiance Perry needs to sleep, so I try to let her have a lion. So th- I mean that seems relatively normal up to then. Um, I mean he's got a sleep tracker. That's fair enough. You know lion. That's fine. Okay. Daisy's a very happy baby. I'll kiss kiss her and I'll spend some time connecting. I'll do eye gazing with her and sing songs. Okay, I don't, I don't have a baby. I'm sure the eye gazing thing is probably some parental thing you need to do with your baby, but if not, a little bit intense, but fair enough. That's fine. He's being a good dad, playing with his daughter, you know, giving her attention first thing, first thing in the morning. So he's like, I'll do some eye gazing with her, sing songs. Quote, Daddy loves the Daisy Dove, so she knows who Daddy is. That, um, okay, so she knows who Daddy is. Um, okay, he's a grown man. I'm sure he knows how that sounds, but maybe that's just my fucked up brain. Um, let me just carry on. My son's first word was mama, but Daisy said dada. It's amazing to be a father again. Cool, man. There's less anxiety this time and more presence. I'm a Capricorn, so I crave routine. Okay, let's stop it there for now. He's a Capricorn, so he craves routine. There it is. There's the first bit of... First bit of Hollywood fucking stardom. Um, Yeah, so from that, seemed like a normal guy until he started talking about his fucking star sign. Um, 
you know, let me just carry on and finish this. I'll, I'll comment on it at the end. Fortunately, my partner is really into that too. I chant for 20 minutes every day religiously. What the fuck is chanting? Is that like... I've had a Buddhist practice since I was 16, so that's infiltrated my whole being. I'll read a bit of Buddhism, and then I'll type it up and add it to my Instagram stories. Oh, oh this, dude is, this dude is pretentious. This dude is pretentious. And the fact that he puts it onto his Instagram stories just... Is narcissistic and, you know, thinks that people actually care. Oh, God. Other than that, I won't look at my phone yet. I don't want to be sucked into the black hole of social media. I like to earn my breakfast. Cool. So I'll have some green powders that I'll mix with brain octane oil, a collagen powder for my hair, and nails and some protein. It's all quite a LA, really. Yeah, man. That's not the only thing that's LA. Um, You're just a wanker. Um, You know, we should just stop taking these people seriously, to be honest, because... All they know is fame. All they know is being, you know, the center of attention. They don't know what reality is. They don't know. I mean, who the fuck takes brain octal oils with a collagen powder for their hair? Um, who does that? Not famous people. The people who can afford to spend money on that sort of stuff. It's, it's bizarre, you know. And he craves routine because he's a Capricorn. I mean, I'm an Aquarius. Does that mean? I crave two shits a day. It's you crave routine, <laughs> dude. You crave routine because you want to routine. It's not because of the fucking stars aligning in the sky. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh. You know, I'm a Leo, so I like to sleep in. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm rather lazy because I'm a Cancer. No, you're just fucking lazy. You don't want to do anything. <laughs> okay, let's carry on. Then I'll go for a hike while I listen to some Nirvana or Stone Temple Pilots. Ooh, so... <laughs> so retro, man. Wow, edgy. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this is a real person. And it's cut off a bit. Of um, okay, so... Here's vegan protein powder and... A- and then he'll have a cup of PG tips. I don't know anyone who refers to tea as, as by the brand name. You just say a cup of tea. You don't say I'm going to have a cup of PG tips. That's the, that's another weird thing. Again, he's trying to be relatable by saying, oh, I just drink cups of tea. But he's failing, you know, because no one fucking refers to drinking cups of tea as drinking a cup of PG tips. I'm 90% plant-based, so I'll eat really good piece of red meat maybe once a month. I sometimes look at a cow and think... That's the most beautiful thing ever. Okay. Uh, I don't. I, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian personally, and I don't go out and look at different animals and just start weeping, be, like looking at the beauty of these of these creatures. It's. <laughs> oh, it's fucking bizarre, man. It's fuck. He's trying to be relatable, and he's failing completely. It's just weird. Saw a chicken in the street and I started weeping because it was so gorgeous. What a weird dude. Um, it's the most beautiful thing ever. At some point in time, we'll look back and not be able to believe that we used to eat meat. My son spend ho- spends half his time with me and half with my ex-wife. 
if he's with us. I get him breakfast before school, then I'll have a shower and get dressed. I like to make an effort. No tracksuit bottoms. I have a deal with Amazon where I work on projects exclusively for them. What projects do you work with with Amazon? Would it be like for the videos, for like movies and stuff? Or for or for the sweatshop type stuff? <laughs> uh, do you go, go check up on all the underage child workers in the sweatshops that Amazon have hired? Oh, what a wanker. So he works on projects exclusively for Amazon. I spend a lot of my time dreaming about roles for myself and others for minorities and women. Okay, no, you don't. No, you don't. Fucking liar. He doesn't think about anyone other than himself. There's no way this guy is dreaming about roles for minorities and women. He's dreaming about what roles he's in and him picking up his next fucking award. Fuck this guy. He's a fucking liar. I'm trying to be a voice for everybody. No. I'm trying to... This is just really annoying me. I'm trying to be a voice for everybody. I had this remarkable opening chapter to my career for which I was only semi-present without my Buddhist practice. I could have easily come off the rails. I've been changing the narrative in my head and I feel that I can be the driver of my train. I can set it to light, but I can get the fire crew and put it out. What are you talking about? As a Brit and a parent living in America... Oh, he's not Australian. He's British. As a Brit and parent living in America, through this election cycle, I was very challenged. How were you challenged? You rich and famous. How were you challenged? What could possibly be challenging in your life? Apart from choosing what fucking moisturizer you're going to put on your T-zone, on your face. Fuck off, dude. You've got no challenges in your life. Learn your lines and make movies. That's all you have. Stick to that. The news is no longer salacious, but there's lots of work to be done. I was super proud of my girl. Perry performed at the President Biden's inauguration. Lunch is mostly plant-based again. Vegetables or a stew. I will cook at times, but otherwise there's a team of people. Yeah, you don't even cook for yourself, dude. What challenges do you have in your life? You know, fuck off. You know, oh, sorry, I'm getting really annoyed by this. But this guy's going on like his life's so amazing, which I'm sure it is. But... He's making it sound like it's just like everyone else. Um, yet he's just so arrogant to think he's being relatable to people. How many, pe- like the top 1% have personal shifts for them, for themselves. You know, you talk about the difficult things and the challenges in your life, but you've got a team of people to cook your lunch, to make your plant-based stew or something. That's ridiculous. Then I'll have a Zoom and read some scripts. During COVID, I started building Lego again. Oh, wow. How relatable. I dip in and out while I work. I build mostly cars and find the methodical nature of creating this little thing makes me feel like I'm achieving something else. Cool. Then I'll do heavy weights for an hour. Something to exhaust me. I can tell you Perry doesn't have to do any weights because you probably fucking exhaust too. This is like a work hard reading this. What a wanker. Then I'll put the baby to bed. Then it's dinner time where you have another team of people cooking your dinner. What a challenge. After, no, sorry. <laughs> After that, I'd like to watch a movie or documentary for work. I aim to get to bed by 11. If I get eight hours of sleep, then I'm happy. And so is my sleep tracker. Oh, I'm trying to get through this right now. 
Time is so precious. I'm always giving my time to other people before. Now I have the space to dream. Oh, Jesus. Now I have the space to dream. He doesn't think about anyone other than himself. Fuck this guy, man. Who is this guy? It's, it's crazy that people like this actually exist. You know? It's wild. He must... I mean, when the big break came at 22. Yeah, that makes sense. His whole life's been famous. What a guy, man. I bet he's probably rude to waitresses and coffee shops. <laughs> oh, God. He's definitely fucking one of those celebrities who are rude and public you know like on the reddit pages and stuff when people say they've had an encounter with a famous person and they turn out to just be an absolute dick Orlando Bloom is probably definitely one of them uh, I'm a Capricorn so I crave routine does being a Capricorn mean you're an absolute fanny too because <laughs> that's what you are bro uh, that's why I like Christian Bale is it Christian Bale Batman there was that video that came out, or the, the audio came out of him just screaming on someone on set of a movie. And, you know, I respect that, man. He's just being himself. Trying to make a movie. This guy's probably, like, super, like, what is the word? Patronizing and... Oh. Speaking of celebrities are being dicks, which I bet this fucking guy is. I'm going to read about some people who i'm going to read about celebrities who are rude to the public how about let me get a list up here how about do you guys like to hear about celebrities who are rude to public okay i'm on ranker okay justin bieber i mean that makes sense he's been famous since he was like 11 uh, when one fan tried to snap a selfie with justin bieber he told her that her lack of respect made him sick okay that's fair enough to be honest that's fair enough because people can be really in your face he yelled at fans for talking during a concert in 2016. I mean, n fair enough again. This is just fair. Like, I don't understand why this is being rude. He's just trying to make music and trying to have some personal space. And then allegedly spat on fans beneath his Toronto hotel room in 2013. Okay, there it is. Yeah, that one's a bit more difficult to defend. Um, <laughs> spat on fans. Jesus. <laughs> Did uh, apparently a representative later claim that nobody was below Bieber's balcony and he didn't actually spit on anyone. Okay, I don't believe that. Let's move on. Chevy Chase slapped a long tough man in the face. <laughs> I heard about this guy, Chevy Chase. I heard he was an absolute asshole, but that's amazing. Okay, let me read this. Chevy Chase has garnered a reputation for being difficult to work with and possibly racist. Wow. There are countless accounts of him being disrespectful to co-workers, co so it shouldn't be that shocking to hear that he can be unpleasant to fans. Acting comedian Rob Hubel was a longtime fan when he met Chase at the Upright Citizens Brigade show, and he said he told Chase all about it. How did Chase respond? He slapped Hubel so hard that he saw red. <laughs> Chase tried to make a joke out of it and said, can't you see that I'm talking to somebody, kid? Oh my god. And this guy was famous as well. That's amazing. Who's Rob Hubel? Let me Google him quick. That's amazing, man. Chevy, 
Chevy Chase, possibly racist. I'd like to hear more about that. What's the scrubbing? Okay, nothing that I know of, Rob Hubel. I mean, spontaneous. Free HP, no, I know this much true. Uh, I know this much true. Valley Girl, medical police. As he gets the fuck across town. Yeah, nothing I know of. So, fair enough. Chase Chase has told us nobody to fuck off. <laughs> this guy has been in a few shows. Thought he had some... Thought he had enough of a name to go speak to Chevy Chase. Just one of the most famous actors. And, uh, yeah, Chevy Chase just slapped the fuck out of him. Fair enough, man. Actually, despite him being racist, I don't mind Chevy Chase. I don't mind Chevy Chase. We, we need people like this. Besides being racist. Besides being racist. The fact that he's possibly racist is bad, but also the fact that he slapped someone who got too arrogant and thought he could just go up to talk to him. I like that. Fuck Rob Hubel. I bet he's an arsehole. Next. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Demoralized an eight-year-old. Oh, I want to hear this. One woman remembers going to, to an advanced screening of The Mask of Zorro when she was eight years old. After the party, she excitedly told star Catherine Zeta-Jones that she wanted to be an actress, and that's when things got awkward. She turned to me, looked me up and down and said, you're pretty enough, I suppose, then went back to conversation. The woman claimed in many ways, I think that the moment as the turning point when I went from feeling at ease in the world to constantly thinking about how everyone was judging me on my appearance. Okay, first of all, you're eight. So do you actually remember that properly? And yeah, I don't know. Boring. Next. I want to Catherine Zeta-Jones tell this eight-year-old that she wasn't good enough and she has. She shouldn't dream and have have any aspirations. <laughs> okay, here's Christian Bale. Christian Bale reportedly made little girls cry. This is the stuff I want to hear. Please be good. Christian Bale is infamous for being rude on the set of movies. Spoke about this. I like that. But he's apparently not great off the set either. His former publicist wrote in a tell-all book. Fuck that publicist saying that. You got a job. If he's a dick, just move on. That Bale is often awkward, awful when fans approach him. He'd report, reportedly lecture little girls about being rude and intrusive until tears stream down their faces and their parents tug them away from a table. Yeah, this guy's Batman. He doesn't want to, like, be a nice guy. When another fan sent him a letter uh, at his house, Bale allegedly told his publicist the fan should be eliminated. What the fuck does that mean? Eliminated? And she said he even offered up a suggestive myth. That's pretty funny, actually. Oh, a screwdriver thrust through the eyeball into the brain prevents any screaming. Let me know how it goes. Oh, what a guy. I don't know about you guys, but I fucking love Christian Bale. Oh, just wants his fans to be eliminated. And then he even says a screwdriver thrust through the eyeball. I mean, that's, that's great, man. I like this guy. This guy doesn't fuck around. He knows he's a celebrity and he's better than everyone else. Um, and I respect that. He's not pretending to be anyone. He's not, you know. I don't I don't know why this publicist is surprised. Rihanna, cyberbullied a fan. In May 2014, 16-year-old Alexis Carter showed off Rihanna, a Rihanna-inspired prom outfit, a bat-winged pantsuit. Carter made the outfit herself and Rihanna rewarded her fan by making her laughing stock of the internet. <laughs> That's what you get, man. Rihanna began tweeting side-by-side photos of herself and Carter. The hashtag Prombat took off and Rihanna retweeted some of her favorite jokes, including the dark thought rises. Oh my god. 
Uh, I mean, got what you asked for, to be honest. Carter later told Baltimore's Fox 45 News via the Baltimore Sun that she was very offended. Why throw shade on it when you had the exact same thing? The poses was different, but the outfit wasn't. She don't love her fans like she always says she does. I mean, if Rihanna says one thing and does another, I mean, that's fair enough. But that's kind of funny, I'm not going to lie. See, most of these celebrities, are, I'm, I'm not that fussed about. I mean, I kind of expected it. Besides Chippy Chase being racist, of course. Don't support that. Ariana Grande allegedly mistreated contest winners. 2013, Dan O'Connor and his daughters, Jen and Kelly, were set to meet Ariana Grande when Jen won a contest sponsored by MTV, VH1 and Pepsi. O'Connor revealed how it went down on his blog. After a long day... Who writes blogs anymore? After a long day of being shuffled around, they finally met Grande, and she reportedly only spent 15 seconds with him. They took a few photos, and Grande demanded they be deleted. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a bit... I mean, you got to meet her, but... I guess the deleting photos thinks is a bit weird. Oh, yeah. Toby Maguire told the woman to bark like a seal. <laughs> okay. It's like, this is reminding me of that season in Coming to America where Eddie Murphy's character tells a woman to like, bark like a dog and jump on one leg. That's fucking great, man. And I watched the second one, Coming to America 2. And she came back. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But she was still doing it. And it's been like, what, 30 years later. And I just found that funny. Tracy Morgan was fucking brilliant in that movie. I really recommend that you guys go watch it. Because, you know, usually these these second um, versions of films aren't that great. But Coming to America 2 was fucking hilarious. You guys should really really go check it out. I was on, honestly on the floor fucking laughing so hard. Like, I don't think any movies made me laugh that hard from like this one Tracy Morgan joke that he did which I won't tell you guys just go watch it it's fucking amazing so Tobey Maguire told a woman to bark like a seal fans once voted Tobey Maguire the worst autograph sighter in Hollywood that's quite a fucking badge of honour in my opinion that's I mean that's actually genius from Tobey Maguire because the fact that he's got that rep about him means more people will probably leave him alone yeah that's good Hollywood, with some claiming that he's too wrapped up in his own egotistical web. I like I like the way they use the web there, because he's Spider-Man, to interact with fans. But the stories get weird. In her memoir, Molly's Game, which was later adapted to a movie starring Jessica Chastain, Molly Bloom said Maguire reportedly offered her offered her $1,000 poker chip at a high-stakes game in 2014. But there was a catch. She said Maguire told her to bark like a seal. Oh, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> That's hilarious. When Bloom refused, she said Maguire told her, I'm not kidding. What's wrong? You're too rich now? You won't bark for $1,000? I would have barked like a seal for $50. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would do worse for way less money. <laughs> That's awesome. Fuck. Another one who doesn't seem that bad to me. Christina Aguilera insulted the voice contestants and followed and, and a fellow celeb. Sorry. Christina Aguilera might be a vocal powerhouse, but the rumor has it that she hasn't always been nice to her fans. When she was a judge on The Voice, Aguilera scolded a contestant for not paying super close attention to her critiques, and she repeatedly asked the male singer to take off his pants. Jesus Christ, that's intense. Why would why the pants? That's very rapey. Her attitude reportedly doesn't stop. When the fans are famous themselves, 
Actress Valerie Bertinelli said that she once approached Aguilera to say, oh my god, I think you're a beautiful singer, but she claims Aguilera paid no attention and said, yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, who really cares about Christina Aguilera anymore anyways? Jared Leto flipped off a concert girl. I don't think I'm even going to read that one. When he isn't acting, Jared Leto performs with his rock band 30 Seconds to Mars, but his patience apparently runs short when he's on stage. When one fan didn't know all the lyrics to his songs at a 2011 concert in Brazil, he reports that he gave her the middle finger. That's funny. <laughs> oh, God. Adam Levine allegedly doesn't... said he doesn't give autographs to ugly chicks. Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine charms audiences as a judge in The Voice, but rumor has it he isn't always so kind to his fans. According to a Reddit user, Levine once turned out a fan who asked him for an autograph and reportedly said, I don't give autographs to ugly chicks. Wow, that's brave, man. Yeah, okay, what last one. Michael Jordan wouldn't take a photo with, this, with another celebrity. Michael Jordan only really qualifies as a Hollywood slip because of Space Jam. I mean, he's just the mo one of the most, or the most famous athlete of all time. He can pretty much do what he wants. He's a hero amongst lots of people, but he lost one famous fan in 2009. Rapper Chamillionaire, okay, famous is really used loosely. I've never heard of Chamillionaire. Uh, said he was at a party after a charity auction and Jordan was there. But when Chamillionaire approached Jordan for a picture, he said the NBA legend shot him down. Yeah, fuck you, Chamillionaire. Who are you? You know, I bet you... You're not even a millionaire. Jordan can do what the fuck he wants. Chamillionaire. Jordan can do, you know. He's got his like own shoe brand that happens to be the most powerful shoe brand of all time. Jordan can do what he wants. Don't take it too hard when Jordan doesn't want to have a photo with somebody that he doesn't know. There's no way Jordan knows who, who Chamillionaire like, is. You know, he, he drinks whiskey and, and smokes cars and plays golf. I don't think Jordan... He probably doesn't listen to hip-hop. You know? <laughs> I wonder what music Jordan actually does listen to. It would be wild if it was country, man. He said Jordan told him, I ain't taking pictures with no... Ooh. That's a word I can't use. Uh, when they're... <laughs> When the rapper tried to explain he was a huge fan and he had just purchased a $7,000 commemorative Michael Jordan jersey, he said, Jordan replied, you know what, I'll tell you what, you pay 15000 right now for a jersey from me and I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> I mean, it just makes me like Michael Jordan more. He's a billionaire, but he wants 15000 for a jersey right now. I mean, most of these celebrities, I just like more like after hearing about this, to be honest. They're not that bad. It just shows that these people, they're just people. Oh, God, I just saw one. I said that was the last one. Sandra Bullock allegedly yelled at a fan in a wheelchair. I have to read this one. Being America's sweetheart only gets you so many free passes in life, one fan said. When uh, She and her husband, a wheelchair-bound veteran, encountered Sandra Bullock. She was in Boston filming The Heat in 2012. The woman said they asked for an autograph, but Bullock reportedly covered her face and yelled at them. I want to know what Bullock said. I really want to know. The new book was busy, but the woman said she didn't think it warranted such a loud response. Oh, that's weak. She probably didn't even yell. She probably didn't even yell. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't mind these people. They don't seem that bad. Except Chevy Chase being racist, of course. Except Chevy Chase being racist. Yeah, I mean, they're just celebrities. I still hate fucking, what's his name? Orlando Bloom as much as before, though. I didn't like him. I didn't mind him before, now I hate him. Um, so yeah, I mean, celebrities are just people. They're not that special in my eyes, man. Um, I, I mean, I haven't really seen anyone super famous or met anyone super famous, I don't think. But I don't know how I'd react, like, if I were to. I think I'd just try to be chill, man. I mean, what's the point of going over the top? I mean, they're the same as me, you know. Um, except if they're Capricorn, then I'll get excited. <laughs> I'll cause them for a photo if they're a Capricorn. Because I know they've got a good routine going. Fuck that guy, man. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> yeah, so, I mean... I can't believe they actually just allowed Orlando Bloom to release that interview, but you, you know what? I, I'll, what's the bet he probably didn't even write that? It was probably his like, publicist or something, man. It was probably his publicist. But anyway, that's the episode for this week, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed reading about celebrities or rude to the public, because I certainly did. And most of them I just like more now. Um, yeah, Orlando bloom is absolutely pretentious and an absolute knob uh, and just quite a bit of a fanny and he's a capricorn for those of you that don't know um if you're a capricorn count yourselves lucky because you probably have an excellent routine going for you um whatever that means <sighs> um there's nothing special about him nothing special about other celebrities um and i feel like they weren't to be rude to the public sometimes to be honest um you know if the fans are getting in their face or whatever i'd, I'd get pretty annoyed too but yeah that's the episode for this week guys email me at uh diary podcast at gmail.com um any questions information if you guys want any advice unhelpful advice i will be happy to to answer anything um and i'll read your your emails uh you know any funny articles anything great in the news email me my instagram is stuart underscore campbell underscore um give me a follow on the ground and yeah i mean that's 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 it this week guys i hope you have a great one this has been another episode of the diary days podcast with Stu campbell and that was a lot of fun have a good weekend guys see you next time